sure that what we got is real and we can grow together as long as you say we can this love is just different so let me ask you this question can you stand a rain baby baby girl you drive me crazy thinking about you all damn week tell me that you won't leave me can you stand a rain baby baby girl you drive me crazy thinking about you all damn week everyone Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hire You Podcast. As you can see, we're doing things a little different. We're going live. (laughs) You know that. So trying something new, trying something to help us out with editing and stuff like that. But once again, thank you for tuning in. I am Jakari. And I am Jordan. And we are the collective, the Hire You Collective. Yes, indeed. And so today, our topic is a little bit about how we can improve as, you know, a community, as a black community. Um, and this kind of really ties into the theme of why we even started the podcast. And so we're really excited to be talking about this topic. Um, Indeed. We're going to be talking about generational curses, breaking generational curses, uh, mm-hmm. how we can improve, <clears throat> what, what is it? How we can improve uh, just uh, in a societal standard so that we don't feel like we're completely oppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also how our communities are affecting our minds. Um, I think that that's something that sometimes goes unnoticed. Right. So, yeah. Right. And so we are super excited to get into this. So the first topic being how can we as a community um, start breaking generational curses, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to go ahead and start. Yeah, of course. I got then you. You can go ahead and take that away. Yeah, I think, um, <laughs> you know, generational curses is such a such a vast topic. Like we have a uh, <laughs> complete, complete um you know, states that are that are facing this um, and have been facing this for years. Um, personally, I think that the first steps to breaking these curses, though, are, are recognizing what's actually afflicting you. Um, because, you know, you can't you can't fix a problem that you can't see. Mm-hmm. So it's a hundred percent going to be first know what the problem actually is um, instead of you know, kind of. I know me personally. I went through a, a time where. I was just mad at a lot of things that I wasn't even sure of. Um, <clears throat> so sit down and you know figure out what what the problem is, and it'll make it a lot easier for the solution. And um, after that, then it's you know how do we act on the solution, and what are our resources? Um, and um, for the most part, I think that that's in a very basic sense mm-hmm. um, what what needs to happen. A hundred percent, we have a lot of. Uh, boundaries that need to be uh, opened up for trust purposes so that our minds can be relieved um, within our own spaces, within our own families, within ourselves. Um, We hide a lot of things from ourselves that we don't want to address. So that's definitely a big part of it as well. So yeah, that's, um, that's really what... That's really my my viewpoint on on breaking the first steps to breaking generational curses. This isn't like an all around. Right. This is what you do. Right. No, we don't, don't have I, all I the don't answers. Have that. That, that's, <laughs> but that's, just that's, our idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So, what's going on in your mind? Um, like you said, it's just acknowledging that it's even a problem 
to begin with. I think, like you said, when you're not acknowledging it, <clears throat> you're kind of like shooting in the dark a little bit because you don't know what it is, why it's happening, how to solve it. So acknowledging to begin with that there is a cycle kind of going on, that there is just this sort of way that things constantly or consistently are going. And then, like you said, finding a solution, but also before you can even find a solution, I think you have to accept the power that you can, that you mm. have the power to change it, right? A lot of us feel like we're helpless in these situations that mm. it's just in us, it's just my family, like that's just my bloodline. Right. But <clears throat> all it takes is one person to change that. That's a fact. You know, and that could be you. That could be really, and it doesn't have to be you alone. If you feel like within your generation, like for me, my cousins, just having those conversations with them and realizing that I'm not alone in how I feel now I'm not alone in this journey of trying to break these cycles, right? So accepting the power that you have to change it and talking to your family, talking to, to your people, that's what matters, right? And then setting up the plan for the solution, not just for you, but for the generation to follow because we all know, you know, people are coming after us with our mm -hmm. bloodline, with our last name. So we're kind of doing a disservice to the next generation by not setting up a plan for the next generation. There's a statistic that wealthy set up plans for at least three generations after them. Mm. That right there, like not even <clears throat> just generational wealth, but having a plan, period. Yeah. I think we don't do that. Like <laughs> it's not common. We kinda yeah, just it's not common. Yeah. Not a it's not it's not common and like even with the families that do do it, it's not like they put other families on. Mm -hmm. all the time because the sometimes part. they do yeah but not all the time mm -hmm. um because a lot of times they I, I feel like not to play devil's advocate but sometimes they might be like you know are they even going to use the information you know um so it's really it's really a, a personal thing you know we have to uh, as i said before just break down the boundaries within ourselves right and first. i think that's community yeah 100 yeah. like i really like that you said that like someone else on your on your like in your block or in your community knows but they're not even putting people other people up on game that's crazy mm -hmm. i never mm -hmm. really thought about it like that mm -hmm. yeah so like bringing the community and the family with you too i think that's my last point is like mm. don't just run the race for yourself but do it for like bring people with you yeah because that shit is kind of sketchy when you like you're the one person that makes it out of everybody and you're not looking out for everybody else mm. it's kind of sketchy it's not, uh, you know, I think that is sketchy only when, um, like, the people who are in your community expect you to look out for the community. That's true. Because now, true. like, let's say, boom, like, I look at, I look at a lot of uh, people who are successful in the media industry, right? Mm-hmm. And just because they came up on six figures, how, does that mean that they have to take care of their entire community? They don't have an obvious... Like... That like don't they have an obligation to their family first? That's and then true. once they that's have true. once their family is good, yeah, then why are people still hating? That's, that's then. And but, then after that, like how about if their family isn't isn't making six figures too? Right. And it's just that one person mm -hmm. who's taking who's just taking care of everybody. So let me ask you this. Do you think that people who make it in our community, the black community, have an obligation to reach back? I think that we have an obligation to... And not just money, but just... Yes. Resources and stuff like that. Yes, I do. I do. I think that our community built us. So we do have... 
we do have to represent what it was that we got from our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, to an extent. Yeah. Yet, I think that our people need to be a bit more lenient on time. Right. And I think the biggest debate isn't if we should. I think everybody knows that we should. It's just how do we go about it? Because, like you said, people expect you to just come back and just give them a handout. But and I think that ties into another topic that we're going to talk about later. But a lot of it is just like you got to put yourself on a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. what work are you going to put in? I put the work in. What work are you going to put in? Yeah. You know, like meet me in the middle at least. You know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of idea. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. So. Um, Tying into community, um, mm-hmm. I think that it's very important for us to recognize how our, how our own communities affect our minds, mm-hmm. um, and you know what what we really uh, bring to the table as a community within what's mostly seen. So, Jakar, what do you? Uh, right, right. I'll take it away this time. I'm always putting you on the spot, so I, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, how our communities affect our mind. I think we have to acknowledge how. Like, I was, we were talking about this a little earlier, how I was saying that Twitter is kind of like an echo chamber. Mm. And if you don't kind of, like, separate yourself from the platform or really any social media platform, you can kind of get stuck into this, um, just this typical way of thinking, you know? And you're subscribing to other people's idea. Like, I didn't realize that I couldn't define success for myself or wealth for myself until I actually deleted the Twitter app. Mm. Until I actually deleted, like... Instagram for a little bit and I was less like seeing other people's race and then you try to compare it and now you're subscribing to what success is like for them Mm. or what wealth is like for them and so tying that into the black community if you don't kind of separate yourself from what everybody else is doing or what everybody else is saying you're kind of in an echo chamber of now you're just hearing the same things you're thinking the same things nobody's different yeah and that's what we need. We need variety. We need different people. We need representation. So, like, when we're coming from maybe a lower income community or things like that, and we're exposed to just the world outside of that or information that doesn't that doesn't support all those things that we were hearing or all those things we were subscribing to, it's a bit of a shock because we're like, that's not what I grew up hearing. That's not what I've always heard. That's not what I've always seen. That's not what I've always thought. And so I think as a community, we need access to more resources and more like education. And that ties into when you make it reaching back because Mm. you learn a lot on your journey, right? And it's one thing to like give someone a handout and it's another per- another thing to give them the information that you got that got you to that place in the first place mm-hmm. like that saying like i never taught how to fish i just lead to the lake mm-hmm. like or you can give a horse water but, or you can even lead them to a lake right right exactly yeah, and so it's just our ability to see outside of the corners of our world and realizing that our corner of the world is not the only the only thing out there 100%. so that, that comes from just education, it comes from resources, it comes from representation. And then like, I think also as a community, we have to stop hating on the person that's doing better than us. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of like discourages people from coming back to the community when they're not getting that love and support. And just because you can't see 
their vision right now because obviously it's not tangible it's not reality yet like oh i'm gonna mm-hmm. say i'm gonna be a millionaire but obviously i'm not a millionaire right now right but just because you can't see that like show me love like show me support <laughs> if i drop something like support me you know okay. and i think that's another way of building community of building relationships and you never know how that opens up doors for you and how it opens up doors for other people because now if someone sees how much support and love you have they're like oh i want to i want to check that out mm-hmm. because that person has their community behind them that person has their their people behind them um so yeah mm-hmm. that's how i think it really affects our minds and our mentality um i think building wealth breaking generational curses a lot of it is mindset and then the rest follows the money follows the success follows all that follows but first we have to get into the right mindset 100% so what do you think yeah, when I when I thought about how communities affect our minds, it was um, it's like, all right, I I watched like a lot of um, documentaries on how uh, the projects are set up as a project. Uh, so, I think that that's important to recognize as a community first because the the way that our streets are set up on the grid is more important than anyone really even recognizes. Like. You know, we can manifest our reality, this, then, the third, yes. But if you are placed in a specific space and you don't have ownership of any of the buildings, then someone else is actually in control of your current setting. And it's crazy that we can't see the value in it, mm. but other people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and say they see the value in keeping us there right. as well. Right. I'm sorry, interrupt. No, nah, that's straight. That's a fact. <laughs> You know, and um, I think that that's why, like, you know, you go to these uh, these Asian communities, these Jewish communities, and you see that their people have set up entire, like, landmarks. Like, everything, everywhere that you go, is it's them owned, you know what I mean? And it's purposeful for their community because that will allow them to be more culturally appropriate um, and more culturally uplifting to their own selves. Now, like, you look at the black community, we have every single culture in there every single one every single religion it's so it's our community is the only melting pot um and it's proven not only by the people but also by the literal buildings that stand on those streets um you know you go back to 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 the native land right we we had we built our own teepees and huts and our literal houses right um sense of pride yeah and it's like you look at it now and how often do you see us in a in a building that isn't just for living you know but is for products and services um and you know when i think about how our communities affect our mind that's that's where my mind goes it's um what does our environment look like why does it look like that and how can we be a part of creating our environment with our communities um so it's not an easy task, but I think that if you got everybody on the block to donate 50 cash for one building, we would be lit. <laughs> for real. That's true. 50 cash, every person who lives in, who lives in a two, three-story building that's a family, yes, I know that certain families are struggling, but if we want to come up, we got to come up together. All right. I think that ties into being producers instead of just consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, like Claude Anderson in that Breakfast Club um, interview, he was like, only thing 
the African-American community produces is sweat. Mm. <laughs> and a lot of people got offended by that or they might get offended by that, but it's true. Like we have trillion dollar buying power in other communities though, like not in our own community. Like the dollar doesn't circulate that much in our own businesses. And so we have to learn to be producers instead of just consumers. What are you owning? It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship might not be for everybody, but ownership is. And like you were saying, like, we need symbols or things in our community that, that give us pride in our community. You know, they talk about like, when you make it, how you leave the, the environment or the hood or whatever. And I'm like, because there's no sense of pride there. So in a way you kind of have to, because if not, like. You'll get tied you, down again. Yeah, you never know what could happen. Like people are jealous, people are envious. Yeah. But then also it's just like, when you go and you give back, maybe that's the start to creating those um symbols of pride creating buildings where you can like nipsey hustle and his partner david gross they have the vector 90 in south central la and it's a incubator and it's where black entrepreneurs or underserved minorities can go and collaborate they can go work work with each other or they could work on their business isn't it and it's like a we work but for us for us by us (laughs) and then on the top part it's tech for you know, students and stuff like that. And I'm like, that needs to be the norm. That should not be the exception. That needs to be the rule. Mm -hmm. And so we really need those symbols of like, just pride in our community and ways that we can allow people to, to create opportunities for themselves and not just giving it to them. I think that that affects mindset as well is that confidence that you get when you do something and you own something and you did it, you Mm. know, yourself. Yeah. Not and not necessarily just individually, but as a group of people, as a community of people, you mm-hmm. produce this. Yeah. And yeah. it's for you, by you. For real, for real. Right. It's a big fact. And so that ties into our next topic, which is what can we accomplish as a people? So mm-hmm. if you want to get into that a little bit. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that uh, in this day and age, like, I know that I was very blind. Give me, like, about maybe half a year ago, I had no clue what any of this was um as far as financial literacy goes um as far as the amount of opportunities that we have um as far as uh just the amount of money that we are able to make and how much our mentality affects the entire world um so i'm going to start with uh the amount of opportunity that we have uh i think that we have more opportunity than anybody else in the world if we come together. Um, whether that's a group of, you know, three three people in your family, three of your best friends, um, or, you, I don't know, you got a gang, y'all all come together, crazy, it's over. You know, if you really come together with a purpose of really cleaning stuff up, um, the I, opportunity I wanna, is endless. I want to stop you right there where yeah, you said yeah. gangs. Like, um... It like, if you want to be, you know, about that life, or like in the street life and stuff like that, you want to be in a gang. I think it should be for the purpose of serving the community mm-hmm. and not causing the issues that are uh, harming. I yeah, guess you say, the community. Like going back you should to be how, pre- how it used to be as a gang. You should be protecting local businesses. Yeah. You should awesome. be, you know, 
protecting like why are people getting raped in your community right. why are people getting robbed in your community like if that's if you're going to be in a gang then mm-hmm. i think that should be the purpose yeah and now you know i, I don't know too much about gang life i'm not exactly. gonna sit here and say that right. i know everything about it i don't because i feel like there are certain gangs that are protecting um their, their their communities in specific areas and they just aren't really outright spoken about because of human nature Human nature causes us to, you know, focus on the bad instead of the good. So I'm not going to sit here and completely downtrot all of the gangs across right. America um, because I know a lot of y'all probably are doing some great work out there. Yeah. Um, yep. Your, your, your statement still stands because <laughs> it's a definite yeah. fact. We need to make sure that we, we protect our people and we do what's right. Um, but back to the opportunities, um, it's necessary that uh, we we get on the web, you know, get get on the internet and educate ourselves um, because there is countless amounts of things for anyone, anyone. You can be at the lowest of the low and I promise you there is something for you to level up with. There is, if you don't have access to it in your home, there, and if you're not going to school, there's a library near you. There has to be. Um, and right in that library, you will find everything that you need. Um, you don't have a library near you. I don't know how you're watching this. <laughs> because if you didn't have a library, then you either on somebody's phone. And that, our phone is, our phone is, but in all honesty, like, you know, the phone, the phone is the, is one of the greatest tools to men right now. Um, it has every bit of information that we will ever need. Literally. In the palm of our hands. Literally. Um, Cannot stress that enough. Yeah. Cannot stress that. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've taken every opportunity either. You know? um, Because I haven't. And I'll be honest about that. Yet, I do know that they're there. And I do know how to to utilize them to my advantage once it's time. Um, So, I just say, you know, wherever you are, whenever you are, you got it. You got it. You can. For real. All right. Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you yeah. feel about it? So I'm on the same page as you. If we look at history, we can and we are capable of achieving great things. Um, I think one of the most controversial um, examples that we have is the Bible. Maybe not. You don't have to believe in God, but just looking at the Bible and understanding, like, that's black history. And, like, something that I learned is, like, the Bible is a, it's literally like a wealth guide. None of Jesus's people or God's people were like, you know, they were wealthy. They had land, they had cattle, they had ox, they had offspring that continued that, like their offspring had legacy. Abraham had Isaac. That was legacy. <laughs> ah, for real. You know? And for so. Real. I never even thought of it like that. Like if we just, the examples are right in front of us. We're just not. We're not aware, and we're in a really amazing era right now with information plus technology. Not just, oh, information, then technology is over here. It's together. Um, You can literally go on Google and learn anything. I learned options trading, which is, um, it's not the same as trading stocks. It's just trading contracts um, of certain stocks that you can own shares in. And I learned that off the internet oh. in three months. So, oh. so, so, um, 
Jakari got some fans. <laughs> got fans. Okay. And so I learned that off the internet. And so you just have to think like, there's nothing that you can't learn. You can learn real estate investing off the internet. That's how I kind of learned it. I'm not into it yet, but mm-hmm. once I do get the money to get into that, I have all the information that I need just off of Google and YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the most important things and one of the most things that the, the things that we're not using is group economics. People want to make it on their own so bad. They want to be like that self-made. I did it on my own, blah, blah, blah. Group economics is going to get us so much further than we ever will by ourselves. Um, And we have to realize that. And that starts, in my opinion, it starts in the family first, and then it expands out to the community. I talk a lot about community, and I do think it's important, but it starts first with, like, family. Mm -hmm. Um, And then last but not least, there's no better time than right now. Like, do it now. Start now. Um, Don't wait. They always say the best time to start was yesterday and the next best time is right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I just say get to it and you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna fail. That's part of the journey and that's part of your story. People don't realize that failure is a prerequisite to success. Um, down proceeds up. So, you know, when you're in that down point where you're in the part where it doesn't feel like you're gonna get anywhere next, that's the part that, that makes you credible it makes you know, like, you know, I went through this, I went through this, I had a hard time here, I didn't think I was going to make it, but I did. And this is my story, and that's what people are going to resonate with, and that's when people are going to realize that they can do it too, because a lot of the times the things that you're going through, other people are going to through too. You know, you're not, ex- they're not exempt, or you're not exactly unique in that sense that there's a lot of people that are going through the same things. Um and your story is the most powerful thing that you could tell. And that's why we started this podcast, too. We want to be able to tell our stories, but we want to give people the platform to tell their stories because mm-hmm. we can't go through everything. So, you know, there's other people out there that have credibility in other areas that we want to make people aware of. We want to make black excellence a norm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In our communities and in other communities and just uplifting each other. So, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Nope. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Big thanks. We hope we hit on some dope points for you guys. Indeed. Also, do us a favor. Subscribe to the channel. It's available on all platforms now. Spotify. Apple. Everything. Google. Everything. Everything. There's like nine different platforms. We got, we got an Instagram you. at the uh-huh. higher you. You know that. We got Facebook at the higher you because we're live. Uh, you know we got that. YouTube. YouTube. Um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what else do we have? I can't, I don't, we don't know yet. <laughs> I, I think that's, I that's, think that's, that's where we at right but now. But we're going to be posting these episodes every Monday. We'll be every going live Monday. every Saturday. And uh, thank you. Also, yes. before I forget, Jordan just dropped a track. Can, I did just drop a track. Can you stand the can rain? Can you stand the rain? Babe, babe. On, okay. you, on, on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, right, we'll, you're probably gonna hear it because we're probably gonna mix it into the episode. Yeah, so we might, we might, we might. You're gonna hear a little clip, but then go go listen to the whole thing afterwards. You know that. You know that. On SoundCloud. Yes. Por favor. Yes. <laughs> Support black businesses. <laughs> <laughs> so thank y'all. Uh, we're excited to keep this going. It's not gonna stop. It's just gonna get bigger. So uh, we appreciate you. Stop. And uh, see you next time. See you.
That was good. Baby, baby,